Have you seen the TikTok with the Nazi knock knock joke? Oh no. Scott's <laughs> favorite TikTok is Nazis. No, it's not. It's funny though. He goes, <laughs> he goes, okay, knock knock. And a guy goes, who go, who's there? And he slaps it, goes, we will ask the questions. <laughs> Also, also seen on the Jeff office. Loved it. That was good. Jeff loved it. Was it on was office? Good. Yeah, uh, Jim and Dwight did that. It, I think it was one of their cold opens. And now it's one of ours. What's up, Houdat Nation, and welcome to the Dome Patrol United Saints Podcast. What's up, Houdat Nation? Thanks to those of you who are still tuning in to listen to Saints Anything uh, for joining us on the Dome Patrol Podcast, for sticking through thick and thin. I'm your host, Jeff, and in this episode, we might be able to answer questions such as what's a catch why is our offense so impotent why does our head coach suck at simple communication how can the saints possibly win another game in 2022 how do we go from the level of discipline that sean payton instilled not changing anything after he left except for him leaving and then all of a sudden no discipline whatsoever i mean false starts uh you got Bad communication, plays coming in late, having to call timeouts before uh, this ball is snapped on the goal line. Oh, wait, that was a Sean Payton problem anyway, too. Is there anything worth looking forward to on this team for the rest of the year or even next year? I don't know. This is going to be a tough one, folks. Put your seatbelts on. Keep your hands and legs inside your earbuds at all times because this ride's a horror show. Try to enjoy it. Uh, on the show, on the show, we have Scott, Wesley, James and Jason. Uh, we might have a special guest, Jake, coming on the show because he is a uh, San Francisco fan and he wants to rub it in. No, he's actually going to try and be a little dis- a little respectful. Otherwise, we'll mute him. That's what he uh, says. Yeah, but I think the first thing after listening to the instant reaction yesterday, y'all kind of touched on it. I think it's worth touching on a little bit more. What is a catch? Like I said in the beginning, because if you look at the catch that they didn't call... Uh, And then Dean Blandino comes on and says things like, so he has to take another step. That left step with his foot, he almost trips over his own foot. He doesn't take an additional step. He goes to the ground. He loses the football. He doesn't complete the process. So making a football move means you can't trip over your own foot. Like he made the move. The fact that he tripped over his foot doesn't mean take a negate the fact that he made a move. Being tackled is a football move. 100%. I just want to be clear before we get too far in this. Who cares? It wasn't in the end zone. It wasn't going to be points. It was going to be a misfilled goal. There's going to be a stalled out drive. It doesn't matter. We were going to be at the eight yard line. We still were going to be shut out. So let's just go ahead. And, this is not a conversation of we were going to win the game because of this. I just want to. You don't think it changes the tone? It changes. It could have changed the momentum. It yeah. I mean, I think people's I think attitudes and morale that or said that that it it's it's it's. It's possible there, it could have changed the tone. There Maybe are games where possible. I think, yeah, there's games where I 100% think that that's a momentum swing and it makes a difference. We did not show up in this game. We were destined, like all season, to screw this up. 
we <laughs> went out of our way to do really weird things to screw up this game. This this whole season has been like a classic ride trope. You know, Jeff, you mentioned rides earlier. It's a classic ride trope. You're going along nicely, and all of a sudden things go horribly wrong. <laughs> it's the classic it starts rattling. Right. It's, 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 it's the classic work. ride trope. You get knocked off course and you have to go through the jungle, and there's the raptors. <laughs> That's what, what this season is. What sucks is we had it last year where we had all of the excuses of the injuries last year. And so no matter how bad we played, we had this focus of we're the most injured team in the history of football with the most starters I've ever been. And it looks like we're about on pace to be around the same this year, but that's not what we're seeing. It's we're not, not the, seeing like old, you know, younger guys or inexperienced guys that just, this is our team is finding ways to implode and that's our best players doing it or our coaches or whoever sabotaging us by starting the wrong quarterback or not, not putting us in a place. We said all off season, we need a second running back. Alvin Kamara is going to get hurt or he's going to get suspended. We need somebody to relieve him. We didn't do that. That has been, even when Alvin Kamara's had good games, there's been times where he needed to be rested. And I mean, clearly now he's worn out and probably pretty injured. And he's also checked out. And, and that was what I was going to say, where it's, he gave this speech three or four weeks ago that <laughs> it's really easy to give a speech inspiring everybody else. When you just had a great game. He had a bad game yesterday, a terrible game, and refused to speak to the media, said, I can't speak to the media because my lawyer said I can't because of the La Vegas thing. And they said, OK, it will only be football questions. Will you speak to the media? And he still refused. That's not a leader anymore. It's again, it's real easy to be the leader when you're playing perfect and you're the best guy on the team. Real leaders step up and like face the music when they haven't played well and say, this is on me. Just like the coach should set up at, at some point here and go, this Aww. is on the coaching staff. We played. The we game have to coach better. To we played the game that should have been played. No, keep you doing, keep doing really? what you're doing. That's, and we've done that. And we've done really good at just keep doing what we're doing. Yeah. I mean, that's the key. Like you said veterans are making mistakes that they never made for 16 years under Sean Payton. And all of a sudden the same players are making mistakes like they've never played football before or there is these little mental errors. It's the little detail things. And that's the kind of stuff that Al Alvin Kamara spoke out about a couple of weeks ago when he did do that interview. And he talked about how like at practice under Sean Payton, you do a false start during practice. You're not going to get away with that here. You get a false start during practice. Dennis Allen, the rest of the coaching staff are like, eh, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Jason, why do you think that keep is doing what you're doing? There's, Jason, uh, there's a certain is? word. That comes but to my mind. thing is too, like you've, you worked for Sean Payton. <laughs> For years, like, how do you not understand or pick up the fact that like these are the things for one, when you first come in, it's like, you know what, I'm going to at least try to emulate that because that level of discipline so, is where I, you're going to get that. Head, head coach. And then, head some coach. guys just don't have it. To, hold on, and then when you fail to do it and you see it results in actual discipline problems. You go one game, two game, three games, four games. Now, how many, I don't know, week 12 and you're still not addressing the tiniest, simplest things like this is a football. We need to go back to one on one. Everybody, this is a football. So everybody right? underestimated of th this culture that Sean Payton had put here for 15 years was just it was instilled here as the culture and was going to remain the culture. And in theory, most of us, some of us agreed with that of you keep the leadership intact, you keep the players and that culture keeps moving. We have all underestimated how much Sean Payton worked to keep that culture. And we got to hear stories about how he loved it when we, when we went on the road and got um, put off for the hurricane and all, because he got to create chaos and make everybody uncomfortable and keep everybody on their toes. That was a crisis. And then he figured out ways 
you know, with the, the Reggie Bush bat thing of how making people uncomfortable, even for a home playoff game, what do I got to do to challenge these guys? And he did it every week, not, not just like at the start of the season and then, oh, it's time to playoffs. Let me challenge you. He did it every week and caused chaos and kept people on their toes and had everybody scared of, I don't know what they were scared of, but like bringing in kickers, you missed a field goal. You missed an extra point. He brought in two kickers for mm-hmm. Tuesday practice to try out. And then he'd go sit That's them in the accountability. locker room. He would sit them. He wouldn't just like try them out and like send them off. He'd sit them in the locker room next to the kicker. And it's called I mean, the difference between good like, coaching and shitty coaching. And I think that we, but how do you are, not know everybody? Like, it's you, not that you, some guys just shitty coach, I, but you right, would some think that after not a head coach. you would, you He's would think after 15, what we took for granted is after Clearly. 15 years of him doing that and Cam Jordan being here and Demario Davis being here and Ram, Ryan Ramchek being here. You're like, those guys are going to keep that culture and accountability going. And it's just instilled in our organization. And that makes sense until we now see it that, and there's a reason that Sean Payton wanted to quit. He's worn the hell out of, you know, Clearly, because he's been having doing to act unhappy and having to be on people's ass and do this all this time. I mean, it, it clearly it, had was a, to do it by himself. For and uh, Dennis Allen isn't that. I mean, Jeff, look at uh, all the Belichick disciples that were around that culture the whole time. All these guys left and pretty much all of them failed. I think Vrabel's yeah. the only guy that is actually a good head coach. All these other guys fail. Some guys just don't have it. Allen clearly does not have it. It doesn't matter how well, much you're around good Bruce, coaching. If you're not a good coach, it doesn't matter. Right. And, and a lot of times, you know, they'll see what the head coach is doing. And, you know, when they step in and be a head coach poses. themselves, right, they don't want to do the exact same thing because they don't want it to be like they're copying them. They want to put their own little spin on it. That's true. Well, he's, but he's not going to put a spin on it. He's completely turned around, walked out of the room. He's done the Homer Simpson fading into the hedges. It looks like him. Of I'm, I was just going to ride this wave. <laughs> I, I, I maybe they did say, you know what? Let's just put you in here, just manage the day to day business of a functioning organization while we go to look for the real. We're not a functioning organization, Jeff. <laughs> well, that's all right. It does uh, seem like he to wanted say, to, um, like Wesley said, continue what Sean Payton put in place, but he doesn't have the same aura. I think, or, I don't yeah. know if that's the right way to describe it. He doesn't have the same balls. Yeah, well, yeah. The, doesn't have the he, respect when he shakes your hand. Presence about him. I think when it, Dennis Allen shakes your hand, he probably just kind of throws like the limp. He has no like actual dead fish. Feel. Yeah, he's yeah. a dead fish handshake. No eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Where Sean yeah, Payton doing the whole like turning your hand where you're underneath and standing yeah. on his tippy toes and staring at you. It almost yeah. becomes an arm wrestling match. <laughs> Sean Payton can command the room. Dennis Allen cannot command nope. the room. Uh, Sean right. Payton is still a quitting little bitch. Now, one thing I yes, will say is. if now it, the one thing we as again listening to the instant reaction and talking about how the offense, especially yesterday, being so bad. Uh, and not being able to do anything. And yeah, it's throughout the whole year. Now, the weird thing is like, why did we ever expect that this offense was going to move the ball or score a point because they can't do it against the worst teams in the NFL? What did we think they were going to do playing against the best defense in the NFL? San Francisco hasn't let up a point in four consecutive games and second half of four consecutive games they are statistically not even arguably statistically the best defense they've got every every category except for third and short 
Yeah, they are <laughs> the worst in the league. Now. I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, like, and Jake, I know you're here. You got something you want to say about it. But I mean, at the end of the day, like San Francisco, we were never going to score on this team. It just wasn't going to happen. So we're upset about the offensive performance yesterday. We really like, that's pretty much what we should have expected. It's the defense that actually impressed. It also didn't help when, and we, we forgot to mention it yesterday, the two times that we were at midfield and we punted. That just, it's just no, not no, playing. Hold on. One time we were at the 38. We gained the ball at the 38 and, and, the and then had to punt because we lost out of field goal range due to penalties. It was in the beginning of the game. It was fourth and one, and we went for it or something. And then later when we were down 10 or 13, we punted in the third quarter where we should have gone for it. It was just kind of like reversed of, yeah, it's like we're four and seven, fourth and one. Fucking go for it. Like, right. what do we have to lose at this point? Like, seriously. <laughs> well, put in Taysom and fucking go for it. Well, that's the problem. We're not going to put in Taysom. We're going to we're going to throw I mean, we're a fade into the end zone. Yeah, we're going to throw a ten yard. Two Taysom. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also Taysom's <laughs> runs were behind our three third string offensive linemen, where and we did that over and over again. And like, I get it. If like once you're like, oh, we're going to line up and they'll never see this coming. But we did it over and over again. Of, I mean, and I, I get it. Ryan Ramchek maybe doesn't look great, but I'd rather them run behind him than Throckmorton and Andrews or whoever's backing them up. I mean, it's just weird. Yeah, there's also there's no imagination in our runs either. It's there's no it, wait, no offense. Don't say runs. There's no imagination in okay. our offense. It's everything. There's just it's just blah. Just blur. You made the point. I, I, you made the point on the instant reaction. But again, like you're, you're where talking... we where we ran the Shahid play in the first yeah. touch, the end around with his first touch in the NFL got a touchdown. And since then, when he You've never handed route, him the ball on the end around again, it's a decoy every single time. He ran a forty yard touchdown without anybody touching him. <clears throat> just run the play a second time sometime this season, like. Like just just in case, maybe it's the perfect play. We don't know right now. It's, or or if we yeah. never run it again, failure then we just get to, to solidify it as the perfect play against San Francisco is different than failure to execute against, say, the Falcons or the Jaguars or other shitty teams. You, know, you got to give like I looked at some of the plays from yesterday again this morning and like it wasn't all incompetency like there were some run plays by Camaro where everybody on the offense did everything right the defense was just better Jeff and I agree with you if we lost the game 13 to 7 we got shut out for the first time in 20 years when you talk about playing well, 16 you know, 17 games a year no sometimes 18 or 19 <laughs> games a year and we're talking about getting shut out for the first time in almost 350 games we're not talking about like a oh wow that just happened to happen or oh you know they played pretty well we get, we got shut out like which is just we got we, we got done to us what we did to Tampa Bay last year Dennis Allen was trying to be his own man we haven't had a shot in 20 years well he's going to be the guy to get it back <laughs> The one thing he can do, right? right. I'll show did, you. Did you did you see the stat that our last four shutouts have all come against the all against San Francisco? How crazy is that? that the is last one, the, the, the last one twenty years ago was against thirty eight to zero against San Francisco. Yeah, and then the the previous was that all, was all that the <laughs> Yeah, we're improving. That's just wow. a weird stat. I never yes. even realized that much. So Jeff, like I didn't, on the, like I didn't hate San Francisco enough. <laughs> enough, right? Right. 
Jeff, you weren't on the instant reaction. So did you (laughs) fall into the, um, the trope in the middle of the second quarter where you're like, we, we might be able to win this game. We just, just okay. Just making sure. Yes. (laughs) I figured I was like, yeah, I I was texting Jake. I was like, we're like, we're, we were saying I said something. Oh, it was uh, he was kind of talking. I forget Jake. Who was the DB? Oh, you were talking about the Tyron Matthew when he made the tip and it ended up getting caught. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah, one of the touchdown there, and then Alante Taylor gets his pick. So I'm texting Jake, being like, "It ain't about Tyron, baby. It's about Alante Taylor." And it was called back because of a penalty, a bullshit penalty, <laughs> a bullshit penalty. Yeah. yeah, there and so there was a part part of the game what I was watching, and don't get me wrong, I think their defense played well, but when I was watching the game. I was watching us on defense and I felt like we were making good defensive plays and looked like we had a game plan of how we were stopping them because they have so many weapons. And I think we did a good job of neutralizing that and making good tackles and gang tackling. But then I know their defense was stopping us, but I was watching that going, we're making terrible offensive play calls. Like I was giving us our offense, the credit for stopping our offense. But I really thought that our defense was outplaying their defense just because their because offense we were was so stopping much better a good than offense. Their defense was stopping a shit. Yeah, like, like, yeah, since, like I was sitting there going, the that's Saints where I was like, better than San that's where I was like, we have a chance. Like our defense was the best defense on the field yesterday, mm-hmm. even though their defense pitched a shutout. Like, yeah, our offense just right. Was I, mean, I could shut out a high school team, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like they we our defense had to shut out. A good offense. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't so bad. Yeah, uh-huh. they uh they shut down the 49ers run game, forced Jimmy G to throw his um hit the most passes he's thrown in a single game because they couldn't run the ball. See, that's a good thing right there for the Saints defense. So it's not a the defense is not the problem. So okay, and we yes, it's Dennis Allen. How much does Carmichael? How much is this him? As much as that Dennis Allen, like is it eighty percent Dennis Allen, twenty percent Carmichael? Is it fifty fifty or is it actually thirty percent DA? And 70%. Like, what if Dennis Allen's actually being like, Carmichael, I don't know nothing about offense. That's your, your, the, you're in charge of the offense. Didn't Allen say that he called the plays where we threw it four times in a row? Did, no, did, he didn't no, say that. He said he agreed. He agreed with, with oh, the play. play. He, okay. he, he, he thought that they were good play calls. We just didn't execute and people <sighs> didn't catch the ball. Yeah. Okay. The, the, so, maybe the so, most he said was, let's pass it. And, and I'm, I'm really uh, asking this question, but whenever, the Saints had the worst defense in the history of the NFL for multiple years. Under Sean did, Payton. Did we, did we ever go, this is Sean Payton's fault. He's the head coach. He needs to go to go. Why is he not in the defensive room? No, we didn't. We said, we, hey, well, look at that offense over there that Sean Payton's got and Drew Brees and they're, you know. They're doing yeah, their part. That, they're doing their those, part. Those damn defensive coordinators got to figure that out. And we fired those defensive coordinators. Right. So. I and brought in the next. I head get coach. it that Dennis Allen is the head coach, and I, if there was like a a fourth and one from a fourth and goal from the half yard line, and Pete Carmichael is going to throw a swing option double reverse, and Peyton or Dennis Allen came and said, "No, hand the ball to Mark Ingram." Then, like I got get an override on one play, but just to blame our general ineptitude of for again, we're twelve games in, our offense is a problem now. 
I feel but like these I conversations were the same conversations we were having after I'm two not, and three no, games. I, I don't want to put it all on Allen. It is, but wait, but wait, but wait. Okay, it's not. I don't think it's Allen's fault. It's, it's, Allen's fault it, is the tone and the the overall yeah, the, cult, the culture that the has been lost overall. is his fault. But the the right. ineptitude of the offense is the quarterback is we have a quarterback that can't do it when he's got pressure on him as playing from behind. Who shouldn't have been our quarterback to begin with? I mean, no. right? I mean, we right. lost Jameis. But hold on, let me say something, Jeff. You said a key point. When our offense was great and our defense sucked, what did they do to the defensive coordinators at they the end of the season? Fired them. Do you do you really think they're going to fire Carmichael? Carmichael? The I year? think Carmichael's oh, yeah. going to walk. He's not back next year, 100%. Yeah, he better, sure. If, if he fired. is, then th- like we've said before, if if the, again, this is where I brought up Gail last week. And I, you know, I don't know if it's other people listening to the show, but a lot of people are starting to talk about Gail as well. Oh, my. She really. <laughs> But they don't have if, the accent like if, you do. If if Gail doesn't make Mickey do something, or if Mickey doesn't do something, like at some point, like it's there, it is above Dennis Allen at this point. Somebody needs to put the pressure. Somebody needs to make a decision and do something about this. We have to wait till the off season to decide whether or not this team truly is going to start holding themselves accountable. They're not going to do it in the middle of the season. They're not going to. Carmichael may Carmichael may walk, but if, if he walks, it's because they told him to walk in the out of respect. Face. They may let him quit. Yeah. A hundred percent. Pete gonna, Carmichael but, will be coaching with Sean Payton in Arizona next season. Oh, but if he doesn't walk, do you really think they're going to fire him? Yes. He will if, not be back next year. If they don't, I don't, I don't then, necessarily, I don't think they, I don't know start that a petition that Dennis Allen has the balls to do it. No, we're not, a, we're, we're not a day, podcast that does. Petition. I've been saying since the day they hired him, that they never should have done that, that this is just a retread, that this is all this is doing. They... <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> oh, he did that man. while Jason was off, while Jason was not on. <laughs> Jason, he said that, he said, he said Pete Carmichael hire was a mistake and it was a retread. He said at the beginning of the year, that's what Jeff just said. I've been arguing against this decision since the day they made it. <laughs> <laughs> No, we said last week, and I said I said last week uh, I was wrong about Pete Carmichael, and I am happy to admit that I'm wrong if it means getting rid of him and bringing in an OC that actually knows what he's doing. And again, just running the whole thing back without Sean, it just wasn't a good idea at the time. You just you know you can't replace him leaving the locker room. And yes, he had his issues, but he controlled the locker room, and that's something you clearly don't see with Allen. You just can't expect. To just replicate it, and it was just a lazy decision by the organization. That's all. Jason, do you think Carmichael will be back next year? Do you? Let me rephrase. Do you think he'll walk? And if he doesn't walk, do you think they'll fire him? Oof. That said, do you think he'll be back next year? It's the same. I am, no, it's not the same thing. It's not the same. I I would hope that he would walk. Maybe he's just like effing him out. Or look when. If Sean gets a job next year, maybe he just goes. That's what James Sean just goes. said. S- same, the same thing with Allen, because I just. I, just I don't think Allen walks. Allen ain't gonna walk. He's no, he's not going to walk. I mean, but we're, we're going to have to fire him. Do, does the organization make the right decision and actually fire him? I mean, if they. I if think they, they lose give out, him another year or two. If they lose out every game and we finish four and 13, is that enough to fire him? It should be. I think but, what we've seen to date is enough to fire him. Yes, I agree. I'm just trying to and think what, which one's it going to take not for a winning, then, then the right, then the culture of the organization has changed all the way, and it's it's rotten all the way to the what, top. What are you going to have to see? Uh, three years? I don't know. I'm just assuming three years, so, but I have no idea. So, so <clears throat> also, 
Dennis Allen, the point of why you keep him is if you think you're going to keep the culture running and keep going and competing. If you're admitting that you're having to do a partial rebuild with some young players and all that and new blood, he's not the coach for that. And so I think that if you're if you're admitting as an organization that, hey, we're going to Jarvis Landry's gone. Michael Thomas is gone. We're bringing in young guys. Dennis Allen isn't the guy to do a, a partial rebuild with this team. No, they should. They could move him back to defensive coordinator. That's not happening. That's right. not happening. He'll go be Sean's DC. Wherever I Sean agree is. with that. Sean's just basically going to rebuild the Saints organization. Oh, right? built. Yeah, but, but it yeah, would. I mean, with so his, with his thumbprint on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then he's going to end up beating San Francisco twice a year for us from Arizona. So take that, Jake. <laughs> I'm not sure he will with a midget at quarterback. <laughs> I mean, would you take Jimmy G right now as uh, to the Saints? Remember, there was that talk in the offseason, a little bit of talk that, oh, could the Saints grab Jimmy G? Like, He's better he's, than what we have, but I don't think it really... I, I, you know. I, I don't think I'd uh, trade Jimmy G for Andy Dalton. <laughs> oh, no, you I think so, doctor? Like, what about the uh, Jameis Winston? We'll give you Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas. No, I'm good, actually. <laughs> is Jimmy G not a free agent at the end of the season? Yeah, he is. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Yeah, I thought so. So, yeah. I, I mean, yes, I would take Jimmy Garoppolo as quarterback next season, 100%. The problem is that he's going to get way more than what Jameis is making. He's going to get yes. a dub, double that. He'll, he'll get $25, $30 million a year. Yeah, he will. So San Francisco's going to have a little quarterback. I would not want to be the team that pays him too much. I think the 49ers would be better off with Garoppolo rather than Trey Lance anyway. Also, how does Nick Bosa not fail drug tests, like steroids and whatnot? Like all every announcer, the last couple of weeks that I've watched San Francisco games, uh, all the announcers talk about is how jacked he is and how he's like the most like strongest guys, most ripped guy. I mean, he's got to be juicing up, man. Well, how Jeff, is he NFL players test? don't get popped for PEDs. They get popped for like Adderall yeah. and diet pills. We do have breaking 49ers news. They have signed a uh, Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins to their practice squad. Oh, <laughs> whatever Joey Bose is taking. Um, Joey Bose. Yeah, it is Joey Bose. Nick Bose, whichever no, Nick one Bosa. it is. Nick yeah. Bose is taking. Joey, it Joey's makes him in, invisible to referees on Joey's really in LA. fourth down calls. Yeah. <laughs> all right yeah. anything else on the game anybody got anything else to say about the game james we'll start with you um only that the defense did their job um we we, we talked preseason early in the season that if the saints defense holds teams to below 18 points we're going to win more games than we lose now clearly that was not right but the defense held the 49ers who have got a good offense to 13 points and we gave them seven. Jeez. All right, Wesley. Last thought on the um, game. Yeah, I just I think that the one thing that you could um, be positive about in the first half of this game, or at least through most of this game, was that um, the team hadn't given up. And you know, for a four and seven team like you that had playoff and possible Super Bowl aspirations with the way that they went through the offseason, it could be said as a positive that the team hadn't just quit. I think that the Alvin Kamara part um, of not doing the interview and the way he had such a terrible game um, may be leading to something like that. And I think that losing to Tampa Bay on Monday may 
put some things in motion about when publicly jobs of people that will not be here next year and the people we have to move on from the offseason and players that won't be here all that's going to get uh, i think steamrolling as soon as we're mathematically eliminated um and i don't think it's helped that michael thomas is making a whole lot of uh, noise and is going to probably keep doing that and it won't be long maybe he's becoming week. the liability when, that we thought cjgj was going to be it won't be long you're going to see some other players probably commenting and retweeting some stuff from him um saying that yeah that's what's going on in this locker room and here's yeah i mean so there's there is at least a powder keg sitting there of some things that could blow up really really quick within a week i'm ready right. for that powder keg to blow up yeah i can't oh, yeah. wait for next monday night's game I'm, by the way i'm yeah. looking forward to the I, I want to know how in the next 18 months can we get this team back to relevancy and i i, I would like for us to be mathematically eliminated immediately so that we can just start okay new plan what are, what are we williams doing? All right. Well, all right, Scott, what you got? I was gonna say we, we fucking suck. All right, Jake, final thoughts on the game. Yeah, if it wasn't for the two red zone uh fourth downs and they missed it and the two fumbles, they actually probably could have beaten us if it wasn't for our insane defense. But I mean, losing the Warner isn't that bad. A lot of people have. All right, let's move ahead into Saints preview. Where we are looking at the Saints. <laughs> I think the NFL might have thought this was going to be a bigger game <laughs> when they scheduled it to be Monday night. It's just, this, look, we're still I mean, it is for first place division. in the division. It, oh, oh, is mean, it really? <laughs> is it really? Uh, I didn't even look. So the I mean, yeah, no, Saints are going to Tampa Bay for round two. Uh, I think we could have won the first game if Jameis didn't play hurt won a lot of games uh you mean if mark ingram didn't fumble the ball as he was going into the end zone that reminiscent of kansas city circa 2000 and what year was that jason 16 16 yeah uh almost the same spot (laughs) on the field as bad as the offense has been do we think that Jameis would make a difference at this point like would the play calling be any better or any different i think he I don't know. I mean, seriously, starting. Let me say, he, I think he should be starting, are, but I'm not expecting him to come in and all of a sudden the offense wakes up and we're scoring 30 points a game. Like, I don't see that happening. No, no, I agree. But we would have scored more than zero, and it at least gives you the opportunity for lightning to strike. Um, and, and it at least puts a, I worry an extra overthrow. It at least puts an extra cornerback or safety on their heels she instead said. of rushing forward at all times. Um our best plays this year have been, you know, right now hitting Rashid Shaheed or Chris Olave deep down the field. Um, the game that Chris Olave was open five times, but Jameis with a broken back and a you know torn foot admitted he wasn't throwing the he ball correctly. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, Olave was open five times on those. So we you get one of but these Dalton this is throwing, game. but Dalton, see, that's the thing. Like, but I get what Scott's saying. It's like there are like Dalton's throwing those balls. Like, I mean, that hitting. game wasn't on him. He's, he's Jason said that yesterday. I it, I think more than anything, it's Dalton's taking the sacks that Jameis wouldn't be taking. We and... scored zero. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. Well, I, I, I guess let's have this conversation. It was thirteen to nine. I mean, at least we got in position. Well, I'm, just, I'm looking at the whole year. This, I'm looking at the whole year, not just yesterday's game. Oh yeah, and that, that's what I was gonna say. Is I don't want to concentrate. Dalton's had one good game this year, and then the besides that, he has been a mediocre, right average, sometimes barely below average. But I mean, exactly vanilla average quarterback, which I mean, and Jameis could do. And, and I mean, James look, we all, we, yeah, that's Jameis is a better runner than Dalton. 
we we yeah. all we all agree that we want to see Jameis at least see what we've got, and yet we're <clears> not because Dennis Allen doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. And it, it, apparently, it may, neither do the quarterbacks. Look, it it may or may not make a difference. He could call the same plays. Look, even early on, Jameis got sacked a lot early early in the season in the couple of games that he played. So. Again, may, maybe it matters. Maybe we would have sc- still scored zero. Who knows? I, I do wonder that maybe maybe the other play, like maybe Kamara doesn't fumble if Jameis is quarterback, because I wonder if the players want Jameis to be the quarterback instead. And when Dalton plays, they they kind of mentally check out a little bit. And if, if Winston was the quarterback, perhaps there's a little more focus on their part. We wouldn't have scored less points. Lattimore has to be back for this game, right, to play against eh. the Sun? I mean, he's going to want to play against the Sun. <laughs> he pra- he's gonna he want practiced to. last week. I. I would assume he's going to practice this week and probably be playing whether that's a hundred percent Lattimore or not. Like we don't know. And we still do play Brady. Well, for whatever reason, Allen can craft up a good defensive game so plan that's, against that's him. Question. But how are we Dennis Allen actually coaches this team? Well, against Tampa Bay. I mean, this is where we got the shutout last year, right? This is. We only scored Tampa, Bay just, Tampa Bay just blew a lead to Cleveland last week. They're not as good as San Francisco. So even and Brady isn't who he used to be. I actually am starting to wonder, like, could this defense actually keep no, us in the game? Gonna score. But our offense is going to have to score. We will not win another game that Andy Dalton starts this year. And the reason I'm saying that is, and again, I don't know how often y'all are watching other games, but we play the Buccaneers, Falcons, Browns, Eagles, and Panthers. I've watched all of those teams play the last few weeks. All of them still care about this. And they are, rushing around the field trying to make plays on every play and i'm watching our team look like they don't care half the time which is weird because like you said they actually still can win the fucking division right i don't think with this mediocre quarterback and uninspired team we can win in any of those games with him do do you think part of not caring of the by the players has to do with the dennis allen quarterback decisions like if it, it like they're starting to give up on the coaching staff because the coaching staff keeps choosing Dalton over Jameis Winston, and that if they chose to start Winston, you would see a renewed passion. I think it's probably the players. only way to get it, but I don't think it's about that specific thing. I think it's just about they feel that twelve games in, they have not been put in a position to win, um, and whether that's from not being held accountable after mistakes or. I, mean, I just can't imagine everybody in the locker room after we get a whole bunch of penalties going, man, yeah, Ryan Ramchek doesn't care anymore. I figure they say, like, dang it, our whole damn team gets nothing but penalties in the stupidest spots every single week. I, I mean, I'd have to think that's a frustration from them, too. But but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're sitting there in the locker room going, thanks, thanks, DA. We love you. Like, you're doing you're doing great. Like, sorry, we didn't make you look better today. But I, I just I don't see that because they'd be saying it. Like we've seen, we have seen teams play poorly and then players come out going, stop talking about firing our coach. We want to play with that guy. The Raiders did it two weeks ago. I mean, saying like Dennis or whatever thing, Carr was crying saying he didn't want Josh McDaniels getting fired because that's a great coach. And we we're, we've all got his back. I mean, <laughs> you're not hearing that at all. Even a hint of it. All you hear is confusion about, why it looks you see starting. confusion it looks yeah. like fr- we talked about it after week one and two is that looked like preseason games and we just need to get our veterans going it's 12 weeks in we still look like we don't have a game plan for the season or each game every one of our players when they're interviewed look and sound bored 
or defeated. Well, I'm bored watching them. Well, they are defeated, Scott. And I'm <laughs> defeated watching them. And they know, you know, they've they they see how the season's gonna gonna play out. So. And I see how the season's they, playing out watching them. <laughs> Not <laughs> great. There's no way there's gonna be information coming out in 24 hours that the Saints had a players only meeting and now they're realizing that they are in control of their own destiny and they just got to make the plays and eliminate the mistakes and they're, they're back in it. And then, you know, just make it to the playoffs and anything can happen. There's no way that news is coming out in the next 24 hours because it doesn't exist in that locker room. And if it does come out, like somebody needs to get fired for them just being stupid. And I feel stupid watching them. <laughs> Whatever player comes out and say that we need a cutting that day. <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> All right, uh, that, the, uh, this is riveting conversation about the Saints versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Saints preview segment. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is there anything to say about this? Isn't it uh, funny how like when we're this bad, you can't even talk about the upcoming game. You just talk about you, the, the team in general. Every conversation just leads to how incompetent and how just frustrating and pathetic this organization has become in less than 12 months after Sean Payton leaves the building. And the funny thing is the day slash week that he does actually come back for a visit, it was like the old saints again. It just his presence changed things. <laughs> That's where we are. It's where we are. It is amazing. And yeah. tell tell me that this is evidence from remember this lesson, Jake. That it matters who your coach is. It matters who your head coach is. And people are gonna say, oh, the players are the professionals and they know how to play. They still need a head coach. And it matters who your coach is. Yeah, look at look, look at Denver. Look how bad Denver oh, is right goodness. now. Yeah. yeah, look, Russell Wilson getting yelled oh. at by a defensive lineman. Well, and, and that's and, why know, I remember this... back when we were growing up, when we would watch good like players who would have been good show up to the Saints organization and then fail to perform at the expectation that and then players who suck as a Saint go to another team. We used to complain about it growing up all the time. time. They go to another team and all of a sudden they're freaking pro bowlers all the time. Good organizations, bad organizations. Absolutely. And Sean Payton created a good organization and we were successful and we rode that wave. And now we are right back where we were from the day after Katrina. All we did was we, we, we paused, we time traveled and we're right back where we started. Ugh. And, and the Superdome's being renovated again. <laughs> you know, and normally going into this Tampa Bay game. So they lost through injuries and free agency, lost four of their offensive starter, offensive lineman starters mm-hmm. in the preseason. They just lost their fifth. The guy that was challenging to be good went out with an injury, an injury in the season too. <laughs> I mean, they've lost six starting offensive linemen, and I that I don't care. Like, I I don't have any faith that we're going to get any pressure on him or do anything. No, you know, I actually do that. think the defense is going to is the defense defense is going to keep us in the game, and and we're going to get sucked in again. Oh no, no, no! Defense. I agree with that. Oh but, no, it's going to be close enough. But again, it's going to come down to how the hell are we going to score? How or what what mistakes are they going to make to blow it again? We're we're gonna lose three to zero and miss like a field goal to tie and go into overtime as time expires. Right now, no, it's gonna... gonna be seven to zero because they're we're gonna fumble the ball at the one and they're gonna pick it up and run it back ninety nine yards for a touchdown. I was gonna say we're gonna lose seven to six because somehow we'll find a way to score, but we're gonna miss the extra point. <laughs> so instead of score predictions, now we have zany ways the Saints right. are gonna lose. Seven, I think six. we're That's gonna actually score we're gonna six. actually get the go ahead touchdown with 
one second left in the game, and then it's going to be called back for holding on Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm sure there's a way to look this up, but when's the last time you remember a New Orleans Saint player having 14 tackles in a game, 12 solos? Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, and this is a guy that's but been not able to get on this in the starting lineup for years, and we've done every, we've been drafting linebackers every single year, yeah, and bringing in tons of people to come work out. Like we did everything we, we could to not let Caden Ellis play. We've are not we get, missed a step we, since Pete Werner got injured with Caden Ellis not, coming in. That, that's not missed a step we, at all. Amazing. We might have improved even a little bit. I mean, oh, we haven't gotten worse. That shut the shutout that we picked. They need to find a with, way to get them both on the field with Demario. And next season, they might be the starting two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, score predictions, no, James. For sure. <laughs> The Saints are going to win oh. 2 0. Wow. Oh <laughs> Too much World Cup. <laughs> we're going to get a safety and we're going to win 2 0. Actually, this would be the game we get a safety. To be fair, over the last week, every team that James thought was going to win um, then told us about uh, either okay. tied or lost. All right, Wesley, what's your score prediction? Six, three bucks. Jason? Seven to six bucks. Scott? I'm going to go nine, nothing Saints. Ooh. Oh, let's see what he did there. I'll go 16 3 bucks. Jake, you got a a score prediction? Yeah. 10 3 bucks. Oh, oh, what a Monday night game. This is gonna be at four yeah. o'clock in the morning. <laughs> All right, we're wearing do... we're wearing our black helmets. Let's do pickums. It's all about the king for like the rest. Your failure is my success It's all about control We make it I will deliver the pain You can't take it I'm in control So this week, uh, after this week Jason, you are in first place In a tie with the mailman 35 and 25 Jason, you've had a few good weeks Yeah uh, This is followed by J.A. Orella Drummer Big Easy Gajon Mr. Coach Klein James and me Jambalaya Brothers Mark Brennan and then starting the loot. No, oh, Tom Ensign and Wesley, y'all all have winning records. Scott, you're at 500. Losing records go start with Paul Perrette, Sands Hobbs, Ali Gibbs, Ben, Neil, Trevor Bruno, Christian Mino, Farmer, PX Saber, and Wayno. All right. This is one of the best games we've ever had in Pickums. I actually had to throw out a game between two teams with winning records. Schedule gods have, have come together and finally given us a great week. And we will start off with the New York Jets coming off a win last week behind Mike White. Not Zach Wilson. They travel to Minnesota to play a Vikings team that is coming off a win on Thanksgiving. They've got that extra extra few days off. It's in Minnesota. Vikings are favored by three. I thought I'll that would Vikings. be a bigger. Uh, yeah, Vikings, please. I thought that would be a wider spread. Yeah, I'm taking Minnesota as well. All right. I'm with y'all on Minnesota. Beat the Jets. All right. That's about the third time in a row you've taken the Jets, I think. It seems to be working out for me. I'm in first place. So, yeah. All right, Jake, you got to pick one that one. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go with Jets. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Next game, Tennessee Titans coming off a loss, a tough loss to the Bengals, off a, a penalty on a field goal when they hit the center, and that kind of blew the game. They traveled to Philly to play an Eagles team that's coming off a. It was a big win, but it was closer at the end. Uh, but Philly ran all over Green Bay, and they they ran for 300 something yards as a team. It was just wild. It'll be um, fun when we play. Yeah, fun. right. I, I can't. Uh, Jalen Hurts is just going to destroy. Jalen Hurts going to kill us. That's 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 after Christmas, isn't it? So it's not yes. going to. It's it's the Browns that's on Christmas Eve, isn't it? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, so, so okay. So the Philadelphia Mr. Hey, Christmas, the Christmas Browns. Uh, Philly. It's at home uh, for Philly, and they're favored by five and a half. I'll take the Titans. It's going to be some nice cold weather for Derrick Henry to be running in. Yeah, because Philly doesn't run well. Uh, I'm going to take Philly. Same. It was I was being sarcastic. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, you know, the yeah. Titans ha- actually have defensive linemen and linebackers. Yeah, the Titan. I took the Titans last week, and look where that got me. I'm taking Philly. Yeah, I think I think the the with the weather going to be cold. I think that's set up for a Derrick Henry. 150 yard, three touchdowns. Give me the Titans. I am going to take the Titans as well. Eagles. All right. Our next game. This is this is maybe the most intriguing game of the week. The Miami Dolphins coming off another win. I mean, two is just two has been great as long as he's not concussed. Uh, they travel to San Francisco coming off that win against the Saints. Really big interconference matchup here. Mm-hmm. The 49ers yes. are at Guess who tore his pack this weekend? Mm, oh yeah, Ron Armstead. Yeah, yeah, he was a oh. he was a game time decision <laughs> with a different injury, and then during the game tore his pack. <laughs> Sorry, Jason, I interrupted your flow there. That's all right. That's all right. San Francisco is favored by three and a half. Yeah, I'll take San Fran. Give me them. I am yep. going to take my Emmy. I'm, I'm taking Miami. They're going to. There's just way too many points they can score that San Francisco is not going to be able to put up that many points. Yeah, Miami, please. I am taking Miami. We know who's Jake's taking. Jake's taking San Fran. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next game is a rematch of the AFC Championship. We got the Kansas City Chiefs coming off another win last week. They just keep rolling. They travel to Cincinnati to play a Bengals team coming up a win on the road in Tennessee. Uh, rumors are that Jamar Chase will be back this week, so we'll see. I know that it was there was talk that he was going to play this week, but he did not. Um, so maybe he plays this week. Cincinnati is getting two and a half at home. I think the Bengals are doing what they did last year, and towards the end of the season, they're coming into uh, coming into form. Um, I think Cincinnati wins the game. Yep, I'll take the Bengals. Yeah, we know what you're doing. Run with Joey B. It's so loud. <laughs> I'll, Jason, go the, I'll go with the Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, oh man, I, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Cincy on this one. Jake. Chiefs. Smart. I think I the Bengals think, end up winning that division again this year. I have to think at some point that Travis Kelsey starts getting like old for this a big guy that's taken so much of being. He is the best weapon in football. I mean, of what he does is it's crazy. Absolutely yeah, crazy. He 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 might be having the best season I've ever said. And I'm not just talking about the touchdowns and what he's in the yards, but just watching him play, he's insane. Um, it's way bigger of a deal of a, when Jimmy Graham was at his best and we were like, nobody in the league can do anything about it. They're double and triple teaming Kelsey and nobody in the league can do anything about it. Yeah. I was going to say he's, he's better than peak Jimmy Graham. And you took Cincinnati. He's doing Sounds it for like, so many years. Do you want to change to Kansas city? No, no, the Bengals are going to win. Okay. <laughs> Bengals are going to win the game. <laughs> They're scoring right, too many and, points. And now our shitty game of the week. Which it, it would have been a different game. Uh, it probably should be the Browns. The Saints. At, oh. it should, well, it should be the Browns at the Texans, but everybody's going to pick the Browns and Deshaun Watson's returning. So I wanted to find a game that would not be as easy to pick. So we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars coming off a late win against the Ravens, including going for two at the end and getting awesome. it and winning the game. Allie Gibbs was at that game, wasn't he? Trevor he Lawrence was. might finally be figuring it out. They traveled to Detroit to play Lions team that continues to play tough, but 
again, finds a few ways to lose. They lost on Thanksgiving. Detroit is at home and favored by one. So did you see the stat? What is it? Buffalo is the first team to win back-to-back games in Detroit since 2016 or something? I believe it. That's how bad Detroit is. Yeah. Buffalo. Classic. Detroit and was that story. the last time that the Lions hosted a game that was snowed out somewhere else and then played them immediately the week after? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 Lions, <laughs> the Lions did this so much last year, but f- again, five of their seven losses are one possession losses. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And I mean, if you look at the last two years, they might have like the worst record in football, but they they're like in all of these games. I think last year they had nine or ten one possession losses. It's crazy. But what's funny is so we're kind of talking about that. Like, so they're four and seven. The Saints are four and eight. We're in a very similar situation where like we're in you've said this multiple times on multiple shows this season. Like, we got so many of like, if this would have just been one thing different, two things different, we would have won. We would have won. They have the same story. If it, 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 we would have won, we would have won. The but there's still the difference where people respect Detroit and they're four and seven way records. less talent on the field with guys that are passionate and sad when they lose, mad right. when they lose. It's a completely different four and eight a wall for their seven. coach. Yeah, it's a, it's a whole different. We have the same or record, maybe, but that entire team like wants to win yeah. every single play. And I, I, take, I, I take Dan, Dan Campbell, Campbell back in a heartbeat. Yeah, like I would follow Dan. Like if we were well, Aaron seven, Glenn's up there too, getting that de- that he's making that defense care about football. Right, it's, like it's I, crazy. it's funny how like it's the same exact story for these two franchises. With except people are like, you know what, Detroit's got a fighting chance every week, whereas the Saints are a complete dumpster fire. Well, we interviewed Aaron Glenn, didn't we? This off season, they're, hence they're, the quote marks. They're they uh, they whatever the that. stupid HBO show is. Um, hard knocks. Hard knocks. The hard knocks for Detroit was awesome because yeah. I mean you're just like you're in again. I don't know if it, it wouldn't have worked with a veteran team that was Super Bowl aspirations, but with a bunch of young guys and a new coaching staff, like it was cool. And then Aaron Glenn and the offensive coordinator yelling at each other and like wanting to kill each other, but really being best friends, like was <laughs> the, the whole thing that the, the dynamic they have like makes people want to be good at football. We might be on hard knocks next year. We need to prepare ourselves for that. <laughs> and I'll take the Lions. An embarrassment. Uh, yes, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, you. Take, I'm taking the Lions as well. Yeah, I'm taking Detroit too, please. Sorry, I forgot we were doing I think that. we just talked ourselves into it. I'm still taking the Jags. <laughs> I am you know DJ it. Chark isn't there anymore, right, Scott? More. <laughs> I think he's in Detroit. Travis, 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 Travis Etienne got injured again. Jason, who are you taking? The Jags. Jake. Detroit. There you go. Follow that Dan Campbell all day, every day. All right, so there's your there's your pickums this week in our our giant week of pickums here. The Jets at the Vikings. Vikings favored by three. Titans at the Eagles. The Eagles favored by five and a half. What's that? <laughs> You'll hear it on the replay. Oh, God, great. I'm not even drunk. The Dolphins at the 49ers. 49ers favored by three and a half. Chiefs at the Bengals. Bengals are getting two and a half at home. And our shitty game, the Jaguars at the Lions. Lions are favored by one. Jason, oh, you, you mentioned the Washington versus Giants game. If the playoffs ended right now, all four NFC East teams will be in the playoffs. I cannot believe that, that the commanders sit there at seven two, and five right now. Two years ago, two years ago, that was the worst division in football. Like that, it was just embarrassing, and like uh, there was a t- time where yeah. I think somebody won the division with seven wins or something. 
and now yeah, it wasn't long ago, right? And, yeah. And now they are the maybe the best division. It's not the AFC West. So you're it's, saying there's a chance. So the NFC South could be back to being the best division in just two short years. Just need a couple of coaching changes and quarterback changes and quarterbacks and a yeah. lot of quarterbacks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, final thoughts. We'll start with uh, Scott. Uh, my, my final thought is uh, uh, Mr. Goodell. I know you listened to the. Lot. That was and actually you, perfect. Wait, did it pause? Goodell hopped in and was like, not listening to that shit. Okay. Um, Mr. Goodell, I, I know you're a big fan of the podcast and you listen every week. So please hear me. Um, Sean Payton's gone. Uh, Drew Brees is gone. Um, our team sucks again. Please send a memo to all the refs to just like, Lay off for you know, call off the dogs, please. Like, leave us alone. We yield, we yield, we yield. Like, they're gone. Like, you You won, won. you won, you won, you win. Just please let us suck in peace and get the refs (laughs) off our ass. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Wesley, on a serious note, kind of want to do a a respectful moment of silence um, for a former um, member of the podcast, Ben. Um, who apparently maybe offed himself when England couldn't beat the United States. Um, he talked unsufferable shit for many days um, right before the match said, oh, we're going to get on, uh, yeah, gonna get on there and, it was and do it. Them, but we've heard from James since then. We have not heard from Ben. Yeah. So he said right before the match, we're going to do an instant reaction after this, right? After this ass whipping, y'all are going to be ready. And um, about halfway through, I started offering to uh, do an instant reaction. I was, I was ready whether we lost or not. Um, and none of us have ever heard from Ben again. Um, it's been four days now. Um, uh, and, uh, he didn't show up for the instant reaction show for the saints game. He, he, uh, hasn't sent a single message. Um, so, uh, be on the lookout. If, uh, anybody sees Ben, make APB. sure he's okay. We'll put an APB on, on Ben. Um, make sure, but, make sure uh, he hasn't got his belt or shoelaces. But and um, I'll just say that uh, James did talk the same shit, but at least showed up to uh, to, to eat settle, shit settle and eat. take it and say <laughs> that uh, uh, I don't know if he's used the words I was wrong, but we all know it. So, uh, <laughs> so, so James. But, uh, congratulations to the U.S. And well, uh, on, on, on that note, my final thought is so you guys don't understand soccer and how it works. I, I appreciate that. So 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 when I said all week that we were going to smack the shit out of you. We smack the shit out of you, nil nil. Okay. <laughs> that's, 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 that was code. Yes. Code for we're going to yes. tie the shit out of you guys. Yes, yes exactly. We're going to tie all over you. And then we're going to exactly tie you some that. more. And then after we're done tying you, there's going to be a little bit more tie. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. Got it. Perfect. Exactly that. So, yeah, that was my final thought. Sorry. Oh, yeah. We smack the shit out of you. No, so I guess you'll have to wait another four years to see if England can ever beat the United States in a World Cup match. Well, I mean, look, the, we can, the next hey. games are tomorrow night. You might not even qualify out of the group, whereas we will. So, I mean, we've already had what seventy years. But we of got our not beating the U.S. in seventeen seventy six. We we yeah, that was I mean, that was last week. We we, we 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 you can wait until November next year for those. We need to, the U.S. has an exit strategy for the World Cup to get out of there as fast as possible for several reasons, but most importantly because football season's still no. It's on. just a pro, no as a protest in Qatar. The U.S. Yeah. is not going to go to the second round. <laughs> we're going to show you we're not interested in this. We could make the second round if we wanted to, yeah. but 
this place, we the atrocities going thing. on here, we're not going to be here. We're right. going home. You're not so, selling so beer. So considering, you know, obviously you keep saying about wars and 1776 and all that, the game tomorrow takes an interesting twist, doesn't it? The relations between the USA and Iran aren't particularly great. I mean, are the relationships with Iran and anybody particularly great? <laughs> I think that's more about Iran. I think it's much funny. about their own people. Sorry, this is getting political. Now, but... that the U.S. and Iran are like mortal enemies forever. No, we're like frenemies. We're friend. It depends on who's in charge over there. I mean, we'll buy oil from them, right? I mean, I mean, we'll give them yeah, but every... billions of dollars a year. It's no big deal. Right. And then they get a little attitude-y, Then we have to smack them down a little bit every now. Send a few. Send a few rockets over there. Remind we'll them oil. Who's boss? Like, yeah, you think you're reminding people who's boss? means tying them in a soccer match i mean <laughs> iran did ask us if they could get some rockets from us they just we just they just got them in a different way than they intended <laughs> we delivered them sorry we we failed the landing i guess <laughs> elon <laughs> spacex must have uh, <laughs> tested this is taking a, Jason's a final funny thought. turn <laughs> fuck canada Right, fuck you, buddy. My final thought is going to be an old school shout out like former podcaster Adam used to do. I'm going to give a shout out to Jerry Valancourt or Jerry V, uh, as he was known. He passed away Saturday. He came over with the Hornets when they moved to New Orleans, worked with their TV and radio, had a local radio show here. And then when the, the team was sold to the Bensons, he actually worked on the lo- local news broadcast for a while and then eventually moved back to Charlotte. But I always liked listening to him, very knowledgeable about basketball. I really like listening to his show. I mean, God, this is dating back 2003, 2004. Yeah, he was good. He was really good. And uh, yeah, I just saw that he passed Saturday. So pour one out. Shout out to uh, Jerry V. All right. Jake, you got any final thoughts? Save you for last. Yeah. Um, rest in peace, Alvin Kamara. Worst game <laughs> of your life. Or who? Yeah. Sam Adams. No, I said uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You think he's done, huh? What? You think he's done? I mean, after that, I mean, he, he didn't have any morale at all, so might have brought it down a little bit more. Can, can I throw out one more final, final thought? Uh, wasn't it you that said it's singular? What's your final thought? No, that wasn't me. Um, Jason has said this several times uh, on the show, but the Washington Commanders are the most piece of shit organization in the history of any sports league Fair. that I've ever seen. Yeah. They just revealed a quote unquote statue of Sean Taylor. That was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you haven't seen it, please Google it. Cause it's basically a wire mannequin with a Sean Taylor Jersey on it. Oh my god! Wait, no, 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 no! no it's a, a non-matching uniform. He's right, got right. Really with a non-matching uniform and a Nike jersey, and which has never been a uniform in, in the NFL history. It's amazing oh how it's amazing gosh. how how inept they are with like they're just uh, PR disasters everywhere. Like we're a dysfunctional organization. They're somehow worse. They're worse than we are. They're a lot worse. Do you think that's like the statue equivalent of like naming yourself the football team though? Like where they're like, we're not going to, we, no matter what we do with the statue, somebody's going to complain. So let's just make a wire mesh thing because it's completely generic and it's non-committal the to wire anything. mesh thing. If they actually put it in the correct uniform and had it Nike, I don't even Nike understand the wire mesh Nike thing. Pants. I just like, 
Steve Gleason's still alive, and they have a fucking great well, statue all, of him well, outside of this. Well, that's the, the thing they, they shouldn't have. They shouldn't have called it a statue when they said they were going to build there a statue. You go. That's they, the problem. No, it's a memorial or whatever. It's a it's, whatever you want to call it. Call, call, call it a display. <laughs> it's a unif. It's a. It's like a, you go shopping. It's the mannequin. Yeah, it's, just it's a display a, in the window. It's a window it display. Is. It's all. It's all. It's fucking horrible. What it looks like. It's horrible. Yeah, it's all it is. It, it is absolutely one of the worst things I've ever seen. So you know, fuck you, Washington. Washington. <laughs> wow, that is awesome. All right, that's all the show we have for you right now. We're gonna thank our loyal listeners for downloading each week and telling all your friends about the Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Facebook. Look for Don't Patrol podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Don't Patrol PCast at Don't Patrol UK. And if you want to participate in game day chat, DM us on Twitter to get an invitation to the Don't Patrol discount. Discount. It's <laughs> it's Cyber Monday <laughs> to the Don't Patrol Discord. You server. can get into the Discord server for free, but that's today right. only on Cyber Monday. <laughs> All of our subscribe subscribe now for the year. Which no one chats on anymore because we are so fucking horrible. Uh, no one people, the game. Couple couple people All right, and if you want to listen to us the old fashioned way, go to Double Joe Podcast. Bye bye, donkeys. Bye bye, Jerry V donkeys. Bye bye, playoff donkeys. Good night, do that nation. I love you so much, but I think you suck. I never thought this would be such a mess Things always change, but this time they change too much, I guess But I know the truth, even though I lied to myself so well But this was such a good, good thing, but you took it and you made it hell I wanna let you go, I gotta let you go Why can't I just get over you? You hurt me so bad with all the things you do And I try so hard, but I can't give it up I love you so much, but I think you suck Thank you.